November 20th. James chapter 4, verses 1 through 17. What is causing the quarrels and fights among you? Isn't it the whole army of evil desires at war within you? You want what you don't have, so you scheme and kill to get it. You are jealous for what others have, and you can't possess it. So you fight and quarrel to take it away from them. And yet the reason you don't have what you want is that you don't ask God for it. And even when you do ask, you don't get it because your whole motive is wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. You adulterers, don't you realize that friendship with this world makes you an enemy of God? I say it again, that if your aim is to enjoy this world, you can't be a friend of God. What do you think the Scriptures mean when they say that the Holy Spirit, whom God has placed within us, jealously longs for us to be faithful? He gives us more and more strength to stand against such evil desires. As the Scriptures say, God sets Himself against the proud, but He shows favor to the humble. So humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw close to God, and God will draw close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you hypocrites. Let there be tears for the wrong things you have done. Let there be sorrow and deep grief. Let there be sadness instead of laughter, and gloom instead of joy. When you bow down before the Lord and admit your dependence on Him, He will lift you up and give you honor. Don't speak evil against each other, my dear brothers and sisters. If you criticize each other and condemn each other, then you are criticizing and condemning God's law. But you are not a judge who can decide whether the law is right or wrong. Your job is to obey it. God alone, who made the law, can rightly judge among us. He alone has the power to save or to destroy. So what right do you have to condemn your neighbor? Look here, you people who say, Today or tomorrow we are going to a certain town and will stay there a year. We will do business there and make a profit. How do you know what will happen tomorrow? For your life is like the morning fog. It's here a little while, then it's gone. What you ought to say is, If the Lord wants us to, we will live and do this or that. Otherwise, you'll be boasting about your own plans, and all such boasting is evil. Remember, it is sin to know what you ought to do and then not do it. This week's Bible Meditation, Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. 
Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Look, look, the great things in life, everything in life, happens for one reason, God. So, so what are you going to do? Really? I mean, don't you feel like that sometimes where you're just toiling in vain? You try to make something happen and it doesn't happen. You fight, 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 try to make something happen, whether it's a job, a position, a relationship, your stocks to rise, you know, whatever. You, you try to make it happen. It's like, you can't do anything. And then other times, things just kind of fall on your lap, right? And you go, no way. And usually those are the greatest things in the world. And that's why I love that verse too. He goes, in vain. It's in vain you rise early. In vain you stay up late toiling for food to eat. It's this picture of this person that's stressed out. And he gets up early in the morning going, I got I to make this happen. This is killing me. I got to figure this out. He stays up all night going, man, how am I going to make this happen? And then there's this other picture of this other guy who's laying there in a bed. And the Bible says he gives to his beloved sleep. The force of that, that, that passage is saying that he gives to his beloved while they're sleeping. So I could be laying in bed and doing better than the person that's toiling, working, staying up all night, stressing out, trying to make this happen. And I can just go to bed at night and go, God, you love me, so what could go wrong? It's this beautiful picture of the way God wants us to live, understanding that we're beloved. We're his. And so why go through the day toiling and trying to make things happen apart from him when the bottom line is you'll be just working against him? He wants his beloved to sleep. He wants to give to us in our sleep. He commands us to sleep. He commands us to rest. <laughs> take a Sabbath. Take a day off. I got it covered. Okay? Just rest. It's pretty awesome. You know, it's, it's interesting as I've been trying to apply this to my life because really my job, think about my job at the weirdest job in the world. My job is to make you love God more. I mean, if you want to boil it down to something simple, I'm supposed to help you love God more. But how do you make anyone love God? That's impossible. I can't make you love God. I can't make anyone believe in God. So I can work so hard at this perfect message, but the bottom line is, if, if there's some people in this room, okay, some of you, you just love God. You are just crazy about God, and you will love God, and you'll grow closer to God this week, regardless of anything I say. I could stand on the stage right now and tell you, whatever you do this week, do not read the Bible. Don't read it. Don't, please, just as a favor to me, okay? Just, just to me, just don't read it this week. Don't pray at all this week, okay? Please. I could sit here and beg you not to read your Bible, not to pray, but you'll walk out this door and go, I'm not listening to him. I love God, and I will not stop reading his word. I will not stop praying to him. No matter what I say to you, you will grow closer to God. And then there's other people in the room that I could give the greatest message and try to encourage you and use an example, you know, use all these illustrations, use all these facts where you go, yeah, 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 but at the end, you're not going to love God. You're not going to grow any closer to him. You're not going to walk away from your sin. I can't make you walk away from your sin. You love him more than God right now. And there's nothing I can do, nothing I can say to change that. 
So then what do I do? Well, how, how do I accomplish this? Because when I pray, you know, when I go, God, what would you want of Cornerstone Church right now? It's, it's not about numbers or anything else. It's, it's about God. Psalm 118, verses 19 through 29. Open for me the gates where the righteous enter, and I will go in and thank the Lord. Those gates lead to the presence of the Lord, and the godly enter there. I thank you for answering my prayer and saving me. The stone rejected by the builders has now become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous to see. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Please, Lord, please save us. Please, Lord, please give us success. Bless the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God, shining upon us. Bring forward the sacrifice and put it on the altar. You are my God, and I will praise you. You are my God, and I will exalt you. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His faithful love endures forever. Proverbs 28, verses 3 through 5. A poor person who oppresses the poor is like a pounding rain that destroys the crops. To reject the law is to praise the wicked. To obey the law is to fight them. Evil people don't understand justice, but those who follow the Lord understand completely. <laughs> 